Hello, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Moving Spotlight Podcast. I'm here with my main man, Corbin Coyle. Hey, everyone. Yes. Hey, everybody. This is your chance to take creative control of your artistic career. Corbin, today I want to talk about favorite memes, buddy. Do you have any favorite memes that like you, you're a fan of? Favorite memes? It's so hard to like kind of find a favorite. One of my favorite, and this is, doesn't really fully answer your question, but one of my favorite things to do is to Photoshop just like ridiculous things. So like I'll like just Photoshop a friend's photo that I've had years ago and like throw them on a beach or something and add little tags. <laughs> so I love doing that in my inner circle. It's just kind of like, it's very specific and only funny to four people, but I love doing it. <laughs> I feel like, didn't you, um, uh, the opening of my play that we were all at, you threw uh, our guest Matthew K. Addison <laughs> into, is, the, into the premiere photo, even exactly though he's right. in New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and his head was like on the side there. Yeah. I found like a nice dapper photo of him in a suit. and He's like leaning in. It's my favorite thing. I love thing. that. It, that so it did. It totally worked. No one else would get it, but it cracked yeah, me up. Yeah, so that was, yeah, yeah. that was great. What about you? Do you have uh, any specific ones? I just saw one the other day that was making me laugh. Um, and this was, I guess, uh, more of a video <laughs> meme. I don't know if there's a difference, but um, it was this, this little this little boy who's probably like two or three and he's like falling asleep and in his hand is a sandwich and he's falling asleep and his mom is trying to take it from him and his eyes are closed. And as she reaches and starts to pull it away, he's like, no, 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 no. And then he goes back to sleep and then she reaches for it. He goes, no, 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 no. And it's the funniest thing. He like, he's asleep, but like, just, and then no. his eyes kind of open and he looks at her, but you can tell he's exhausted. So he goes back to sleep and she keeps trying to get the sandwich and he like is so protective. Oh God. Um, and it reminds me when I used to put Quill, my son to bed, when he was a baby, I put my hand on his chest oh. and he'd be like pretty much asleep. But when I try to take the, my hand away, he would grab it like just out of like, oh, he would just feel the heat, I think disappearing. Like, instinctually, he would grab it and put it right back there, you know? So I'd have to like replace it almost like Indiana Jones with like a teddy bear or something. You know what I mean? And then I could escape, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Your hat's still uh, there and you're like, no, you have to like exactly, lean over and grab I did, it. I did that. So yeah, that, that, uh, the sandwich, the baby sandwich. Oh, that's was, so uh, funny. That's, kids do the funniest there. thing. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild what they do. Um, well, I want to uh, pivot and get to our guest uh, right away. Um, we already chatted before we even started, Corbin, and you can tell he's got yes. great energy. So great. He's one of my, my favorite people in the casting space. I've known him a long time. We're not going to get into how many years. <laughs> this is uh, casting extraordinaire, Michael Sanford. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, gentlemen. Hello. Hi, hey, Corbin. Yeah. Oh, so Scott. great to have you, Michael. Oh, memes, what do you think? I love him. <laughs> Michael <laughs> is the meme king. That's yeah. one of the reasons we picked this topic. How did yeah. you become the meme king? I mean, your Instagram is... I, you a know, it's, it's the funnier ones though are more like on the personal account, like the, the business when I try to keep it <laughs> it's like, very business. more inspirational and positive. <laughs> but the, I, I think it all started during the pandemic when I was bored, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, just mm -hmm. watching, just joining every meme, yeah. you know, whatever I would see, uh, I would follow them and just started, uh, you know, I'll credit them. If you click on it, you'll see who, where it came from. That's so, so yes. like, Corbin, I heard you talking about creating your own memes. I want you to show me how to do that. <laughs> yeah. I just have like Photoshop on my phone and it's very sloppily done, but uh, you can just kind of erase your own and tag whatever you want. That's great. So great. That's good to know. Yeah. I'm always thinking like when I see a, a, you know, a certain photo or something, this would be a really funny meme. Yes. Could, so yeah, you got to cool. do it. My, my favorite one that I found on your Instagram was, uh, Dear Siri, it's never duck. <laughs> that, one, that one cracked me up. I was like, it always why? Why does it always all correct a duck? <laughs> I love the, I, there was one, um, I think it was like, I told my mom that WTF means, wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> and it was like, now um, she's having a lot of fun texting me or something like that. She's having a she's lot enjoying of fun. it now. She keeps oh, saying WTF, mom, I, you know, hey, you know, I'm going on vacation. WTF is great. But then, she, yeah. then she saw the meme and she watched yeah. people's, and then she commented, I know what it means. I figured yeah. it out, Michael. Yeah, it was very funny. It was, it was a good one. Yeah, there's there was a song um, Corbin a little bit ago went through a breakup. We're not going to go there, Corbin. Don't cry. Um, we're going to keep it on the Sorry. up and up. And I sent him a song, which is um, it's it's this song. It goes, you know, I'm not going to say it exactly, but I heard the clean version, and it goes A B C. Forget you. But the dirty version is just the letter, and I that's the one I'd heard. And then I was at the gym, Corbin. And I just heard the forget you, and I was like. Oh, that's different, but it still kind of works, <laughs> you know. Like so they, yeah, they kind of work work it in, you know. The clear yeah, it version. starts with an F. Yeah, <laughs> it does exactly. Yeah, it yeah, starts yeah, with yeah, an F. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, Michael, I I really want to 
discuss, um, you've been a casting director for a while, uh, you are a big fan of actors, but I want to talk about your casting lineage, just because, um, you know, kind of how you got started, how you moved through the ranks, because um, I think it's really, you know, interesting who you've worked with and how you kind of, you know, have become who you are. Wow. Um, it started in 1927. <laughs> like was, black and white, no sound. It was sound. black and white. Like everything was black and white. Um, no, you know, I, I came out here in, uh, for summer in 1987, right out of college. I was a young actor and I'm like, I'm going to go to LA for the summer. I had just graduated and said, I, you know, want to just see what that's like. And it, it's 35 years of a summer now. <laughs> here for like, but I was bartending and waiting tables that's you know to make some end you know to make money and mm -hmm. um, I met a commercial casting director who used to come in with her boyfriend she would sit up at the counter and um, she didn't tell me what she had done you know like she he would just ask me a lot of questions about the business and what where did I study and you know and and then eventually she told me and then I was asking her questions about the process and she invited me to go to her studio and and watch some of this and just became fascinated with it like I like eventually I was blowing off my auditions to go to her callback session because mm. I wanted to see who was going to book it because I had such I was helping her with you know with input and so it really eventually became a very natural um transition for me like I really started to gravitate I had more interest in that and just you know like wow this is a puzzle I'm you know I'm it's like a blank canvas and I, I really like this better. So I eventually segued out. But before I segued out full time, I was I became a freelance assistant in town to maybe 20 different casting offices. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, I was just roving from like studio to studio say, that's be tough. needed me, you know, yeah. And then I, you know, at that point, I had quit the restaurant. and I was still acting a little bit, but wasn't really pursuing it. It was like, if something would come in, I would do it or a play or um but then um, I went to work for another company uh, full time and um, I realized, you know, that I could eventually do this on my own. Mm. So I so it was in 2000. I decided, you know, I think I'm going to try this for a year. I'll give it one year and see what happens. And I opened and it was May of 2000. So it was 22 years ago this month uh, and congratulations yeah thank you thank you and two weeks after i opened was that six month commercial strike i don't know if you guys were born yet oh but no it was like a six month yeah mm. so i was like i had just got married we had just bought a house i opened this casting company she was a talent agent she opened her own agency and then i'm like i gotta go back to bartending <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. and i did i went back and you know was catering and bartending and then literally when it the strike ended i um i had put a demo reel together of some things that i had done on my own very like three jobs maybe and was knocking on doors and then i found uh, i was at i think it was radical media one of the companies in mm -hmm. santa monica and as i was going in there to drop off a demo reel back then i think it was on like three quarter or half inch or you know um tape everybody that's tape <laughs> it was tape. yeah, yeah it was half inch tape yeah yeah and then but a friend of mine who i used to bartend with was walking by he's like dude what are you doing here <laughs> so and then he took me in and introduced me around and then that started you know work there and then from that it just became like a snowball thing and you just start to meet people and they hire you again hopefully and um so yeah i'm grateful every time i get a job i always think that like what you guys go through i always think my job is the last job i'm ever going to have that's it yeah, it's, time to move on. it's been a good career <laughs> yeah no and i don't really the older i get you don't think that i enjoy the downtime when there's downtime too mm. yeah so. is there anything you wish you uh, when you opened up in 2000 like that you wish you knew then that you know now like is there something like i bet the learning curve is tremendous oh god yeah um not to like the biggest thing for me was like, I put so much pressure on myself. Like I took everything mm -hmm. so ultra seriously. And, you know, like, I'm like, dude, you're not an accountant. You don't have to balance the tea <laughs> table, you know, just it's more, you know, yeah. approach it from the creative side more, you know, it, it's a business too, but yeah, it's just, I think the older you get and when you go through different things in life, you just, you know, you always say like to your younger self, I wish, you know, or I try to impart this to, to young actors or just younger people, like, don't, you know, don't take everything so seriously, because mm -hmm. 
nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful that I'm st- I literally like every day I wake up and I'm, wow, I'm alive. That's good. Like I never used to think that. <laughs> yeah. Like I took that for granted. It's like people would say to me, you're happy to, you're lucky to be alive. I'm like, yeah, I'll be alive for a long time. <laughs> you don't know that. You, we don't. I hope I am, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael, when you, how did you develop your, um, and this is for actors out there, how did you develop like, find your actors like was it based on you know headshot submissions and you just got used to that was it when you were in the room with people and you kind of like how did you get your you know how did actors stand out to you how did you get like oh these are people i want to bring in when i have my own office and things like that was in callbacks oh yeah it was just from running sessions for so many people being an actor being you know in different theater companies and schools and um um you just start i just start to know people you know i just got to know them so that when i was doing my own jobs and i would see their submissions which was a headshot back then you know yeah. like oh yeah it was john it's john ruby i remember him from so that's it just it became it became like a snowball thing like it's um little by little and then all of a sudden you have like this not this database in your mind of you know now i i can't re- there's so many i can't remember <laughs> like, and I get, I hear that from my actors. Like, you do, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'll get you on the next one. I'm so sorry, but if yeah. I don't see it, sometimes you know, because like I'm literally, I don't, I don't think unless I'm specifically going to my files. Like I have desktop files of, you know, but everything. It's just such a different world now with you know the whole online, yeah, situation and thousands of submissions coming at us. Um, what if an actor, I mean, this is just kind of jumping in, Michael, if they want to try to get on your radar and they're not, is it, is it, is it, can, can, do you find them through like social media now? I mean, no, it's, it's challenging, yeah. but how, you know, how do they, is it through a good agency? What, you know, yeah. improv, what, yeah. What We're are, very open to unrepresented people. Like I have, I, there's a, like I said, there's a business account on social media and people have reached out to me that way. Although I just learned maybe a year ago that a lot of people have been, but I didn't know you couldn't see all the messages. Oh, like, right. Yeah, yeah. There's kind of like a, like a, almost like a spam folder like, oh, if you don't I, know I them. Yes. So bad. Like people I yeah. grew up with, like just to try and say hello. I'm like <laughs> two years later. Corbin, um, that's why he yeah. didn't get back to you. Yeah, right, not, right. Is that I, why? Did I you not it, read Michael. it? I got Did you it. not get it? Did you get it or not, Michael? Corbin, your phone was disconnected. <laughs> yeah. it was. So weird. It doesn't feel Why am I not getting texts? Why am I not getting texts? Can you text me just to test it? I think Michael's trying to reach me. Michael's trying to reach me. But I do have an account and I have an actor's email account. So we could, oh, okay. I could give you guys that. Let's, too, let's do want. that, please. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be, this yeah. would be, yeah, that'd be great. What, what well, should I way? just text it to you or chat? Oh, well, let's just say it because people are listening oh, a lot of people times. people will be listening. And of course, get, it's msanfordcasting yeah. at gmail.com. And M, the letter M, and then S-A-N-F-O-R-D casting. And then the word casting, all one word at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'll throw it in the description too, so people can find it. Yeah, put it in. It's with, yeah, and I, yeah. every time I do classes or um, you know go to different events, that's the email address I give. Amazing. And you know the the thing is with that, I think um, you know the way the way I feel about it. And, and Michael, I don't want to hear your opinion, but I feel like if people hear about something that they're right for, not every week. That, that's the big thing. Not every week, obviously, not every day. Mm-hmm. But it's like if there's something you write for, sending a reminder, like you said, you have so many people on your brain because yeah. I know people like that where. You know, if they're constantly saying, hey, John, you know, are you helping cast something, you know, but it gets irritating. But if it's like something that they're right for and I just have got a lot going on, it's nice to be reminded and be like, oh, yeah, this person is perfect for it or they're not. It doesn't bug me. It's just like, what a great reminder, as long as it's not for everything, you know, stuff that's a reach stuff that, you know what I'm saying? Does does that make sense? Absolutely. I think, and there's a, you know, as long as people aren't sending you something every day, you know, I think, but everything that that helps because I'll look at that and it it might not be for this particular project, but then they'll, they're in my mind. It's imprinted in my mind already because I had just read an email from somebody or, um, you know, back when we were at the studio full time, I would always look at those postcards, you know, like, uh, because yeah. So, I mean, that was a, a way, I remember one time the internet went out, like this was, a, this was a while ago, but we were like, okay, go through our box. Let's see who's right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So you, I just think you never know. And I always encourage actors to put it out there because someone might see it. It might not be, you know, right away, but, um, and I try, I really do. I mean, it might take me weeks to return emails from that account, but I do, I do go through it. My staff goes through it too. And they'll forward me, you know, like, oh, we met you at a, a class two weeks ago and you asked me to send you they'll just forward it to me and make sure i see it quicker and what so, and what about like uh ifs or something like something a little bit more like after they've booked the job or like do you have any recommendations for actors who are you know yeah yeah that kind of stuff um i think a car 
Yeah, you love it. You love it. It's like a Porsche. A nice, yeah, like a nice sports car. Yeah, a new watch. Yeah, yeah. A Rolex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Rolex. No, I don't think I don't think gifts. I, I encourage actors not to spend money and yeah. buy gifts. You know, sometimes uh, a thank you card, like just the, like I used to. There was a time, like they mean a lot to us. Like I've gotten cards from actors that said, "Oh wow, I just want to thank you that commercial." Like saved me you know i was ready to go back home and mm -hmm. was gonna move out of la but i because of that i made my insurance and wow. i mean it feels like so that kind of stuff is is more meaningful and mm -hmm. it could be an email now just say you know thank you or but no gifts no, no, save no your gifts. money yeah. save the money yeah okay. michael i um one of the things uh, when Corbin was doing his research, I don't do research, but Corbin brought up <laughs> that um, that you worked on the artist, and I was like very intrigued and curious about how that came about because, obviously, I mean, I know you from the commercial casting world and stuff like that, but how did how did it come that that you worked on the artist? That was so cool to see, and I was super excited. So yeah, yeah, like um, like the it, we like started going into features about ten, like in 10, 2010, maybe two thousand and nine, yeah. and it's interesting because when I opened, it was one hundred percent commercials, yeah. you know, and I would say it's sixty percent commercials and forty percent theatrical now, and it just is happening that way. Yeah, so I'm grateful to be working. I'd like to work in all the mediums. I'm trying to get more into television, but with that film, there was a movie called I Melt with You, um, which Mark Pellington did. Uh, he did Arlington Road. Um, Mothman Prophecies, mm -hmm. um, Nostalgia a couple of years ago. So, and we were doing all his music video. He did the Jeremy music video, if anyone, like mm -hmm. he goes back to the MTV days and great gotcha. guy. Yeah. And he knew I wanted to try to get into feature films. So he was doing a movie, which I recommend you guys, as you get older, watch. It's really good. It's like the male, you know, going through a midlife crisis, this four mm -hmm. men, uh, it was Jeremy Piven, uh, Rob Lowe, uh, Thomas Jane and mm. I can blanket on the, the, the last guy, but um, they all went to college together and they're having this midlife crisis. You knew I wanted to get into features. Heidi Levitt was casting it. She, she was like a big independent feature yeah. casting director who, and does commercials now too. And, and it was wow. wonderful. And he asked Love Heidi, you know, my commercial guy wants to learn features. Can he help you on this? And she said, oh, yeah, you know, have him. And she, we knew who each other was, but she said he can cast all the kids to these people. Mm. So I cast like all the kids in the supporting roles, like a, like small day player parts on that. And then I went to the set to, and that's when I think I really was really met her like in person and everything. Cause I did a lot of that at where I was working and she was working at her studio too. And uh, when I met her on the set, she goes, you know, it really turned out well. I, I really enjoyed working with you. And I just got this little black and white silent movie. And I think, you know, you'd be great because it's commercials. You know, I mean, you do commercials and there's no dialogue in this Funny. movie. And you could help me with like commercial actors. And I was, you know, it was a theatrical job. I was so happy. And, um, yeah. And it turned out to be the artist. Like she made me her associate casting director on it. And we just i just we just approached it like we were doing a job you know mm -hmm. we did all the auditions in black and white and it was really a cool project but then it exploded and you know it, and that's when everything really changed for me in that world like she and i won that award that year i didn't even know what an Ardios award was she's like you have to join the tapesters and join the csa and <laughs> i'm like why because we're she goes we're getting a lot of publicity over that and that's yeah. And then I, I did, and, and then I became very active in CSA. I, I was on their board for two years. And, um, but that's really, that really, Mark and Heidi really opened up the theatrical world to me. It's interesting. I, I love that, uh, Michael, and that's so cool. And I, I, loved, I loved that movie. I think yeah, it, was it was such so a great good. movie. So, you know, kudos on that. Congratulations. And I, I think it's interesting, you know, how it was birthed was from that referral and then you being ready in the sense of, you know, you've done all these castings, you know, kids, you know, you know what I mean? You, you, you yeah. you've got this great energy. And I think <clears throat> that's one of the interesting things when people ask me, like, I want to be a session director. And, and I, I, I always say you have to be careful. You have to be careful with who you're referring because it reflects back. It comes back to you, mm -hmm. you oh, know? Yeah. And so when, pe when, when people are like, I really want, you know, I'm an actor. I want to be a session director. I want to learn about casting. And I used to always say yes to everybody. And then I have to see them put in the energy and effort because when someone's not good and I bring them in, the casting director looks at me and is like, 
John, you brought this person in, you know what I mean? And so yeah. it's, it's one of those things where I think, you know, it's okay to ask for referrals and stuff, but you've got to like be as prepared and ready and open to learn and willingness and show it from your end. You oh, know yeah. what I mean, Michael? Like to, to, yeah. to, to have that connection. And then obviously Heidi, you know, oh, yeah. you're an amazing person, right? But I think yeah. that's an interesting thing when that happens, those opportunities happen. She would be, she would be a mentor. I know we did other projects together and, um, I haven't, I know she was out of town for a long time. We haven't, uh, I haven't spoken to her in a while, but she was with her husband in Vermont doing a documentary, but, uh, she, she's amazing. Yeah. I, she, she'd be one of my casting mentors. So I love that. Yeah. What about when, um, kind of a little bit more specific in the room, like, uh, commercial auditions versus theatrical, like how much do you like improv? How much do you like all the fun kind of stuff that actors can kind of bring? Um, what, yeah, what do you question. recommend? Yeah. Wow. There's so, there's such different classes yes, for sure. like, and, um, yeah, we'll always do instructions mm -hmm. something. So, but I think improv is important generally, you know, it's, I think it might even be more important in commercials though, because mm -hmm. a lot of times there's no dialogue and, you know, improv could be a reaction. It's not only just saying something off the cuff and, mm -hmm. um, being present, but I think it frees an actor up and then he, you know, no matter what medium they're auditioning for, but for commercials, um, we'll always, you know, like we'll give instructions about do it scripted and then we'll try to do a take where you are improving or make, I don't mean improving, but making it your own mm -hmm. or, you know, just changing maybe the dialogue a little bit with a scene. It's really tough to improv. You know, you can find moments between the lines, you know, but you have, you know, a lot of times, and a lot of times with commercial copy, they want to hear, especially if it's a pharmaceutical, there's so much legality involved with writing <laughs> yeah. that they have to say everything as scripted, but we'll, we'll always just try to put a take or make it your own just to see what you guys do, mm. just to see what the actor does. And, and, uh, and then we don't, you know, if it's not, um, we're, you know, if we're in the room, we'll adjust it. But if it's a self tape and we think, oh, it might not be good to show this, we won't present it, but mm -hmm. it's good for me to see, took a great adjustment. It was really good, but I don't want the client to, you know, get the wrong idea or something or, you know, so um, I think it really just helps me understand your, like the, an actor's level. Okay. And what, what about like with self tapes? Like if you're in the room, obviously it's a little bit easier to be like, yeah. don't do that. Let's <laughs> do this. But like with a self tape, do you want them to kind of make it their own or I guess the instructions will yeah. make it clear? Yeah, the instructions will really make it clear, but we'll always like um, err on more than one or two, usually two takes on a self tape. Mm -hmm. And the second tape is always going to be t taking more risk, making mm -hmm. it your own, you know, maybe um, go, go a little, I don't want to say broader, but like really yeah. like, you know, incorporate, yeah. uh, don't pull back. Mm -hmm. You know, and then if, if, if that starts to happen and they're going too far, we'll, we'll even do this, you know, if there's not a lot of do a third take and do nothing. Mm. give me deadpan just to get the range interesting so and and you know that self-tape thing has come so far it's come a long mm. way since the beginning of covid but if we have enough time this is a lot of times why we'll always ask actors to get them into us we'll give you a deadline and we, ideally we would love to give you a couple of days if we can uh, we can't always we, with theatrical stuff we always can you know we mm. pretty much do but with with commercials it's it's Tough. at least a day, but it's a lot. Sometimes it is same yeah, day, yeah. but in all fairness to you guys, if we're putting it, that's only if we're putting it out in the morning, like I can't expect you to, you know, put this out at 12 and you get it back to me by two. You're not even, yeah. you're on a plane or something. <laughs> so, um, but if I get them back with enough time to redirect, that's how I'll redirect before we present it to the client. So, um, but, you know, generally speaking, the people we ask us tape, we know we're watching their footage online or we know who they are. And if it's somebody new, you know, I'm studying their resume or like if I always look for footage on anyone, you know, whether it be um, commercial or theatrical, whatever we're working on, I want to see. And I would always rather see a, even for commercials, a theatrical real commercials are great but a lot of times it's just you know you're not saying anything you're reacting in the car with three other people yeah, yeah. which is great but if you have a you know, real where i could hear you and you know do a character and walk and talk and it just kind of helps bring the headshot to life yeah i was gonna say like yeah what specifics are you looking for in a reel like are you trying to find yeah just hear what they sound like and what they are yeah like when i watched your reel i didn't know you so i watched your reel last mm -hmm. night and it was great how you had just different clips back to back mm -hmm. you know? different versions. There was one in the middle i can't i want to i would recommend opening with it because it's oh. really strong yeah interesting it's which one, one was it <laughs> it wasn't the first one was with the girl yeah right? yeah 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 
And then what was this? The second one was with another woman, but that was more of like a film. Mm-hmm. Like a, or what was yeah. the third one where you say? Was it the one with like the, the ominous music and like the very close yes. up? Yes, that one. Yeah. Okay. Open with that. Cool. Because Good it's so, I mean, that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was, so, it was so strong. And a lot of times we won't make it past. Yes. You you had really good clips, but you always want to open with with something really strong. That's going to, you know, because a lot of times people will only sit through 10 seconds, 10 or 20 seconds. Yeah. I always try to, if I'm going really fast, like, you know, we, I'll try to get into the second chapter just to see the difference. Mm-hmm. So you're just yeah, skipping it's really around. It's hard to yeah. just judge by one clip. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Good to know. Michael, as I sit here, are you, are you teaching any classes right now or something? Because you are so lovely. <laughs> yes. I'm just like watching this happen and I'm just like, what a beautiful way to, uh, to, to give feedback and also that you put in the effort to watch that and stuff. Are, are you teaching any classes right now or anything? You know, I, I don't do it. I used to do it on my own when I was at, remember the Casting Underground? Is that what yes, I, was, I wanted to talk about the basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah was, about that yeah, place. That was, that was like 10 years ago. Like I would, <laughs> I would work during the week and I, I would do a kid's class yeah. Saturday mornings and then yeah, an adult cool. class. It was killing. It was just too much work. Yeah, but yeah. I go in for other schools like okay. um, Killian has had me in. I just did something with TVI with Vicki Goggin. It was a four-week commercial Okay. Workshop where she does two weeks. I do two weeks. Okay. I've got into, um, oh God, like just like Judy Kane. I can't remember the name of. Oh yeah. Judy Kane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kane okay. School. You know, well, I would recommend if you see Margie Michael Haber, Sanford, if, I've done a lot with Margie Haber too. Mm-hmm. If Mar- if Michael Sanford is teaching somewhere, folks listening, take a class with him because he's, he's awesome. Great person to know. And we got a little, little taste of it right there, Michael, That's which so was good. just, just great. Oh, so, yeah. I um, like it. I don't, I mean, if I, I don't mind teaching. I just wish that, you know, if I had more time, I would probably do it on my own. Maybe yeah. someday. We'll see. Michael, you're talking about auditions and kind of improv. Don't you think the most challenging, like especially commercial auditions are like the pharmaceuticals, like right to camera. I yeah. always feel like those, like <laughs> yeah, where yeah. it's a monologue and it's right. right I, you know, it's always like people are like, well, I always see the same people doing them. And I'm like, yeah, because it's really freaking hard. It's, it's really, a ho- yeah. it's a technique because it's like the, the, the language to make it sound. And it's always the most unnatural language that they're like, I make know. this sound natural, make it sound conversational. Yeah. You're like, no one says these words in real life. Like there's no one, this phrasing, this, <laughs> these words are never rarely used unless you're in a hospital or something right yeah and a lot of times you're right because it's medical jargon i commend and give so much credit to the commercial actors and i'm so glad they're getting more credit now than uh we're also we're also um commercial casting directors are in the csa now that just came about congratulations i love that we were fight we we really worked for that and be um, yes but um that's a a lot of times you know it's not it's such a specific technique like you just said you're acting you're doing a scene with each other the camera's like framing one of you you're looking right into the lens like when you're doing not you know like big names like that are working wonderful like a-list actors sometimes have a hard time it's a very different process so um that's that's a lot of the reason why when like an ad agency or director will find someone that works a lot and does it because they they have to get that yeah. in a short amount of time yes on like one day so but i always encourage um people to train that's why commercial workshops are really important i think yeah. they're and there's so many in town right now there's so many yeah. good ones and it's just a question of who somebody clicks with um but I think, what was your question? <laughs> no, I was just saying, I think those are, I think, I think those are really challenging. Oh, pharmaceuticals and dialogue. Yeah, I think, I think they're really challenging. And I, and I think you're right, whether you're in a class or whether you're doing it yourself or whether you have auditions, you know, it's just, it's, 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 some, it's, it's really hard to just step in and do that yeah. once every four months and be really good at it because it's very challenging. It's different than a scene like you're saying. So right? that, that was yeah. it. Yeah. That was but you know scene. what actors, I just want to say this too, but there's a lot of pressure actors put on themselves with a pharmaceutical commercial, for example, that they have to come into that audition yeah. and nail it like in mm-hmm. one take you're going to shoot that copy like that wall-to-wall copy over like eight hours the first three lines are going to be in front of a green screen and then you'll cut and they'll... so we always just encourage you guys to be as natural as you can and mm-hmm. you know a lot of times um you know just get get it out there just like yeah. you know a lot of like it's different in with self-tapes because i think you guys could work on it and choose your take a little bit but in person We'll always, if you're sitting working on that in the waiting room, and we'll always put that kind of stuff out like a day before. It's a lot to ask you. We're still going to have it on a cue card or a Chiron. Um, but it's very different when you come in and say it for the first time in front of people, like as opposed to like working on it off a sheet in the lobby or at home. So um, 
that's where we'll work with you, you know, and just try and, you know, and if you fumble, just recover and come back into it. Don't say, Oh, shh, can I start all over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, well, we have to start over. You just first on camera. I can't, I can't really send that to the client. So, um, um, but yeah, no pressure though. Michael, what's, what's like, um, one of the biggest, you know, it could be one or two. What are one of the biggest challenges of your job of being casting director? Um, it's a good question. Um, the, one of the biggest challenges is to, uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) There's no challenge. It's so easy for Michael. Michael's like, I just, just like snap my fingers and it all happens. Like the biggest challenges is to really tap into the vision of whoever Mm. we're casting for. Like Mm. whether it be, you know, um, I don't know, uh, McDonald's or, you know, whether it be a a film or a show or TV thing, it really, you know, it's tapping in. I just worked on something. I just did a, I do a lot of like panel and events with either the CSA, CCDA. And I just did something which I never even knew existed. The commercial directors, um, commercial directors, diversity group, <laughs> commercial directors, directory or association. Yeah. And it was at the ad agency, at, you know, they had people from uh, Sachi there and some commercial directors and producers and executive producers and actors and casting directors. And it was really interesting to hear. Um, and it's good for an actor to know we're still selling a product. Even if you're like the main person in the commercial, it's still going to be about the car, you know, it's still going to be about, um, so that, so that's a challenge. It's just making sure we're getting what, we have to get for them, you know, and the same mm-hmm. thing, if it's a scene or it's a character in a film or on a TV show, it's like, is this the vision that has this, how they see it. But you know, what's interesting is we do have some, uh, we don't have as much power as people think we do, but <laughs> we do have some creative input where we yeah. could say, maybe try, you know, I know you were reading Corbin, but I want you to try maybe go in a John Ruby direction or vice versa, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe go in a different, with a different ethnicity or that's where we can try to, Um, you know, we were talking a lot about that too, like when, because a lot of times I think with advertising, the specs are are more, um, they're stricter than like, if we have more leeway, I think if we're casting something for a feature, um, but it's, I, but that being said, it's changed so much Yeah, the commercial world. It's, it's a different room when I look at the waiting room now than maybe 20, 25 years ago, or even the submissions, if I'm doing it online. So, which is really good. I mean, we have a long way to go, but there's been a lot of progress around inclusion and all, and all of that. I was just, I just saw, um, so the, 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 the movie I, I acted in and produced called, um, uh, solver michael i'm just thinking yeah i remember seeing all the. i would love to see it? i remember seeing all your yeah yeah before. so it's it's uh it, it's uh it's out there now you know it's on on amazon and stuff but the the guy who kind of plays like my kind of right hand man uh he just got a pilot which i'm super excited so his name is pa- pablo castelblanco and i just saw he's working on um i think it's called alaska uh, maybe cb cbs with um hillary swank which is super exciting but the reason i bring it up is when i saw that I flashed to his auditions, Michael. And in my mind, when we were casting that, we kind of had like a little short guy in mind and all these things. And then Pablo came in and just crushed it. And, yeah. you know, we allowed some improv and stuff and, you know, had me rolling, felt like the character, all these things, and just like took the role. But he was not exactly, I mean, he was in the casting, but he wasn't exactly what maybe we had had in mind at the beginning. Yeah. And he completely changed our mind. And it was really cool. And it's neat to see him have success. But I just remember being in the room being like feeling like the magic happening and being like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is like, even though we had an idea, you know, this, this feels like where, where it's, where it's going to go. You know? Yeah. And that's it's so wonderful that you were open to that. And mm-hmm. because that's, that's where, you know, we as casting directors could, or, or directors or, you know, the creatives will even say, you know, I know we said this, but be, you know, tr- give us some options and maybe 10 years older or 10 years younger or mm-hmm. different, you know, maybe go with a different sex or ethnicity or, so that's wonderful. But yeah, I think a lot of times you just have to go with whoever is doing the best. Um, but, but my, and this, this I'm, I, it's been a while, so I'm, it might be incorrect, but I remember the casting underground I think I was working with you. Did we do a big Snickers commercial together that Adam Polly ended up 
you, okay, you're, no, you're not. It's remember. not flashing. Okay. No. The only reason I remember is they were casting in L.A. and New York. So I was just curious if you have any thoughts. I don't know. It's kind of interesting when they're casting in Chicago, L.A., New York. Um, what you've seen behind the scenes, because I, I feel like I remember it being a pretty big spot. This was even before Happy Endings, which was a while ago. And in L.A., they really liked like Ben Bagley, who's who's a great actor who I love. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. But then they, and so they were kind of deciding between like different different places. So I guess all I'm, all I'm setting up or getting you thinking about is like location where you're located, how that works now with, you know, self tapes and, you know. Yeah, it's changed so much because of that. We had, I don't know if you guys know too, we opened, do you remember, I don't know if you knew Jillian, who was my associate here for years. I did not know her, she, I don't think. Yeah, she's wonderful. She um, gave notice about five years ago because she was getting married to an actor that was from the South and they were moving to Atlanta. He was from New Orleans, but they just wanted, they were leaving, leaving to go yeah. to Atlanta. I didn't know about the Atlanta market. So she suggested, she goes, let me open an office here for us. And I made her a partner there. I just like, great idea. Wow. Once I re realized what's happening. And then with this, everything going on with self tapes, um, if people, there's two ways to go with that. We're very open to, you know, if the client is like, yeah, you can open it up. And a lot of them have been doing that. If it's a regular budget and a good budget and they're going to fly someone out, that's great. But a lot of times with like the local stuff, let's say we're casting in Atlanta and there's um, people like in the surrounding cities, you know, even Florida or mm -hmm. um, where else do we get to? North Carolina is a, is a big place to mm. submit. Well, you have to be local hires. We'll put that on a breakdown, but we're still getting a lot of submissions, but I think it, it really depends on the, on the projects. Um, we were doing something for Argentina recently. It was a mini series trying to find one character here. It was the only American character. And uh, we opened it up across the country because mm. they were flying him to callbacks were virtual and they were just going to fly him to Argentina from wherever he was coming from. So mm. um, yeah, I really, um, and, and then a lot of the real people stuff, the same thing. Well, that's, that, that really depends too on what city, um, but, yeah. but I do see it opening up more to, um, you know, uh, actors outside of the region, maybe they're located in. What is that conversation? Like, why does it open up? Is it just because you want something specific or a different dialect or like, what, what is the reason? Yeah, that's I, with this, with this project we were, we were doing for Argentina, it was the, we were trying to find them. His name is Joe Jabia. He started uh, Airbnb. Mm. And yeah, so he he had it. We were trying to match him. So it was a look and an essence. And so we just opened it up with a picture of him mm -hmm. and the height and the weight. And, um, uh, you know, for that reason, we um, opened it up across the country. We got some amazing people from, you know, uh, everywhere. So mm. something like that, if there's I don't know why else we would. So you're trying to match a look and then have like, you know, and that's yeah. interesting because was, sometimes I, I find that when they're like doing sports stuff where they're like, okay, mm -hmm. we need yeah. an athlete who can act. So they open it up bigger because it's like, okay, we need someone that kind of looks like Magic Johnson, you know, for like right. a show winning time, you know, or someone that looks like yeah. Larry Bird that, you know, and, and yeah. So I think sometimes. Yeah. If there's a special skill involved, we'll open, mm -hmm. we'll open it up. Um, mm -hmm. if, and if they're not finding it here, let's say it's so specific mm -hmm. and they're, they're like, okay, let's open this up, you know, to, um, Chicago, New York. And, you know, if you can just put it out nationwide, and we can, yeah. we can release a breakdown nationwide. Yeah. Um, well, do you, have you guys gotten work from in other States or auditions for other? Sorry, I, John, I know you have, right. Or I have. Yeah. yeah. I, um, uh, I'm doing a movie in Chicago this summer, yeah. Michael. So, Congratulations. Yes, thank you. So, and that was a that was a self tape, and then we did a callback over Zoom, um, and you know we just did a table read on on Wednesday a couple of days ago, and so That's I'm great. excited. So I get to see my folks in Wisconsin, and then I'm going to shoot you know the movie in Chicago. Um, so uh, yes, I think it's I think it's great. I mean, the thing is, I think actors have to realize you know, you got to be able a lot of times if there's no budget to get your ass out there, yeah. you know, to find a place to stay. And that's sometimes you can't over promise, you know, yeah. oh, I thought it would, you know, so I think that's, that's the big thing is you got to understand, you know, the re the realities of it. Um, not what just you just fun. said something really important though for actors, if you say you're going to be a local hire, you really need to mean that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we're, if we know that and you're right and you're good, we're selling and pushing for you. Yeah. And it, and then when, you know, at the last minute, well, oh, I, I can't really afford the flight after all. And 
So I think you have to really just, you know, communication and your word is everything. And yeah. You know, and, and Michael, it's funny because, and I haven't been asked this in a while, but like sometimes actors are like, well, you know, what, what do casting directors hate? Or, you know, can you get like whatever blackballed or whatever? And I've literally, I've only seen it once in an office and it was because the actor like double booked themselves and pulled out of one of the jobs. That was the only time I've literally like, so like there's been a lot of other things that have happened, you know, but like people yeah. move on. But like, if it's like, intentional bad communication or you know changing what you said i think that to me is where people it's like really, you're just yeah that's what's really frustrating you know it can be very frustrating just not being transparent and truthful i mean it, yeah. the more information we have the the more we can fight for you and we know what our parameters are we had that happen once too where somebody you know it was a theatrical versus a commercial mm. and but they're like we're going to take the theatrical and you know our client didn't care they didn't know. i mean <laughs> yeah true. yeah they're like, like i don't care that he's up for theatrical we, he's booked you know and he's supposed to be working on this so it's just not good i mean you yeah. really have to unfortunately cut your losses at that point and take the commercial which is not a loss you're working right exactly you know? yeah, yeah. So, exactly yeah but stuff like that i think um being lying on resumes and like mm. um but but it's so different now because like if you say you're a wonderful basketball player we're going to see clips of it you're going to have to yeah. show us yes what you say you're going to do back yeah. you know back in the day it wasn't as we didn't have that you know yep. we were, we'd go literally go to a park and rent a park for a callback or um so it's really i, I think it's just being check the dates make sure you're available for the yeah. shoot dates make sure you don't have a conflict michael i can't remember if i told this story but i was working with mimi on on the podcast yet but i was working with mimi webb miller uh who i who i, who I loved and we had a callback where someone had to ride a horse and be on a cell phone but the horse they got for the callback was like a draft horse not a riding horse so that was a problem that was the only horse they could get so it was like one of the wide backs and they had no saddle so like people would show up at the callback and like you had to be really comfortable on a horse. and i saw so many people show up and be like no can't do that <laughs> so it wasn't even like it wasn't even that like you know the saddle and maybe you could fake it it was like extra challenging because like this is a, just a wide draft horse oh my to... god it's better than like one of the ones you have to put a quarter in <laughs> <You're right. laughs> it's like outside right. of Kmart or something <laughs> Michael what's your relationship with I'm just curious with other casting directors like do you kind of feel like you work you know with your associates and assistants do you feel like you like being at places with other casting directors you know I mean I know casting underground there's other people how, how do you yeah um, I miss it, it? I do I, I i'm very i mean we're very in the especially the commercial world there's like such a camaraderie like with you yeah. know a lot of us are in the same space a lot of the time yeah so i do i do miss being at the office full-time with people and um but you know we i'll partner with people on certain projects and um you know we're, we'll still we have our meetings the ccda you know like or, or CSA and we see each other on Zoom or we're start, you know, we've all started to get together and socialize again and have lunch. And I saw you had Danielle on. I was supposed to have lunch with yes. Danielle and Karen yep. from Canvas Casting. And um, yep. so, yeah, no, I, um, I, I think it, and I also think casting directors have come a long way where we were talking earlier before we started rolling about. Don't say everything, Michael. No, 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 I won't. I, won't I just can't. Names, I just can't. Just like the negativity and the mean, oh the yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think people finally have gotten to the clients and you know directors and everyone that they don't want to work with that, and it's yeah. just not so. You know, and I think COVID changed everything for all of us. I think it really humbled so many people, and it really brought some of these egos down. I don't yeah. mean I'm not just saying I'm not saying casting egos, but people's mm -hmm. egos. Talking yeah. about your self though yeah that I'm, ego, about big ego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on a little computer now i used to be on a big <laughs> people used to bring michael coffee where is his coffee inch, you know? i said soy milk what is this Cow milk? only green m&m <laughs> um how do you how do you handle if because it's such a small world and everything like referrals to agents or something like somebody like different actors who are wanting yeah you know yeah it's such a weird specific thing like do you like when people ask do you think it's taboo what are your thoughts you know it's uh, quite honestly um i've never had i never had a problem and i always try to help if i could but lately for some reason it's becoming i get less, i'm getting at least one or two emails a day lately. wow yeah. And people that I, you know, just haven't spoken to. And I understand, I really get what people are going through, but it's not as I can't just pick up a phone and say, you know, will you see Corbin please? Because he needs, mm -hmm. and it's work. It's a process. I have to research lists and see if they have conflicting yeah. types and 
Um, but again, if I can help, I'm always willing to help. But I, I encourage actors to try to try that on their own before they reach out sure. to a casting director because it's really, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a, a waiting list, though. I'm, I mean, I'm working with three people right now to try to help them find representation. So, and I get it. I, I mm-hmm. you know, I, I will always have an actor empathy because I was an actor and I know how this is, but. But I also realized, like you were asking me before, what's different now? There's a lot that I think people don't realize that what we can and can't do. Mm-hmm. I think we're all given, um, and also um, that you have to do certain things as actors yeah. and take the initiative. And you know, have you done, a, especially with a commercial agent, have you done a mailing? Because their, their rosters are turning over quicker than mm-hmm. the theatrical agents because you know people will leave to go on a series or they're moving or they're going away or they don't mm-hmm. want to, for whatever reason, they're dropping out. So, and the, com- and the commercial agencies will have a greater volume generally yep. of, of people. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it doesn't bother me. And I'm, and I, I'm honest now, I'm like, look, you know, I, I, I probably won't be able to get to that until June because yeah. <laughs> now July, because, yeah. you know, because I have people and, and, you know, but I, I also feel for you guys. I know how, you know, yeah. but I also like hear stories about like, I haven't gone out uh, in over a month and I'm like, how long have you been with this person? A month. <laughs> <laughs> takes I'm time. like, no, it takes time. Give it a month and a day. Like yeah, yeah. then call me, you know. <laughs> so I mean, it's. But anyway, that's how I feel about all that. Yeah, no, that's very yeah. kind of you to be able to do that in the first place. So, thank you in general. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Yeah. We're all in this together. I always say, Michael, what's um, what's the most satisfying part of your job besides um, the paycheck? He's like, the paycheck, <laughs> I'm a paycheck, cash, twenty. 20- 19 what are you talking about <laughs> this is all pro bono for last year. Well, oh, no i'm kidding um and the paycheck isn't even the most satisfying no yeah. it would be i really like i'm very i feel very lucky and grateful that i like what i do like mm-hmm. i'm not i love actors i love directors and clients and you know i, I like this business so i feel very fortunate that i'm still able to do that um and really my favorite though is working with you guys. Like it really is um, because it makes it, it really a a certain job can really change like the whole trajectory of your career or life or, and that's very fulfilling to me to like be able to, to help with that. Um, So there's really a lot of of rewards with, with the job. You know, the, the negative things would be sometimes I'm, you know, when it's busy and there's like maybe like a couple of things, I'm literally at this computer for 12 or 13 hours a day. Even if I was in an office prepping, like going through thousands and thousands of submissions and yeah. that could be frustrating. Sometimes I, I do wish that um, agents and managers who I love and we have good relationships with would get more selective when, mm-hmm. you know, when they're submitting and not just pushing buttons and sending everything at us because it yeah. really, um, we try to go through these. We really yeah. try to go through, and you all know the volume. It's like yeah. at least yeah. that rolls downhill, Corbin. And then I'm running a session, and Michael's like, "This afternoon, I had a case, and everybody over that's right for this category." I'm yeah. like, "Michael, <laughs> like, we got to get the numbers, John. We got to do it." Crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, but I think Michael, with what you're saying, I love hearing that, and I think that's one of my favorite things is when. I'm helping cast a commercial with someone like you. We got a good assistant and it's all kind of flowing and you're coming in the room and you're helping the actors and then you're doing your thing and like yeah. the energy's good and you know it's 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 not overwhelming and you're getting strange requests or whatever it is, you know, because that's another thing I I've found, you know, one of the changes, I don't know, maybe you felt this, Michael, is like there is a tendency, it feels like from the client agency side to keep asking for stuff and at some point you kind of right you kind of you have to kind of say okay enough you know because like you can do a lot but like they and so you have to kind of figure out what parameters work right you know what i mean so important you said it so well and that's something i i learned now you know at getting doing this for longer and more advanced like a lot of times they just don't know and we have to May, you know, we have to manage their expectations basically yes. Yes. And, and let them know, no, we, we can't do that. That's the, first of all, that's against the union too. We mm-hmm. can't, you know, if it's a union, it, so there, there's just certain things that they have to, um, you know, and once they understand that they'll, they'll work with us a lot of the time yeah. or, um, yeah. so commun- communication is everything I think, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, they they could be 
like you said, like they they want all these things and it's, you just can't have that. Right. Well, I'm thinking about like, uh, like, you know, if you have a director who talks a lot and then at the end, they're like, you're going to edit out the director talking all the time. You're like, well, it's going to be a little oh, changing. The director was talking a lot, you know, but, but I think the part is when you get those great directors, how do you manage your relationships with directors and producers, Michael? I don't mean manage. I just mean, is it, you know, a lot yeah, of people yeah. that you've worked with before and yeah. Yeah. I'm very lucky where like we get a lot of, I have relationships with them. So they come back, you know, a lot of, sometimes they can't because they're, you know, in another country or they're, um, you know, with an agency that has, oh, we use this person or, um, but it's, it's, it's the way it is. You know, other people have, I've done that with me. Like, you know, I'm using this guy, Michael, because I, he comes with the agency or, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, we're, it's a lot of times repeat, like repeat business, which is good. And then new people that is word of mouth through here, like, oh, wow, you know, um, like even just this week when I was on that panel, I vibed with this one director and he's like, oh, I want to work with you. And uh, so you just never know. You never know where, how you're going to. And it's the same with with anyone in our business, directors too. everybody, no matter what we do, actors, directors, casting directors, agents, managers, we're always looking for the next something. Mm -hmm. you know, I think agents and managers have that. Well, they have like, they have it full time, you know, but we're all, most of us are independent contractors. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm, um, actually when I was doing my research, John, uh, Good. <laughs> yeah, Keep yeah it up. you could do Keep a little up. more. No, um, <laughs> uh, I was, I was seeing that you have a, a bit of a, like a marketing managing background and degree and stuff. Does that help you communicate with the clients and understand like speak the game that they're trying to do and like be able to have that wall and say no like john was saying like what, what yeah, does that yeah. lead into that what an interesting question and for you to bring up because here's here's the, one of those like six degrees of separation and weird events mm -hmm. of life i didn't know what i wanted to do after high school i had no sure. idea i you know i was happy working at mcdonald's like i really wanted to <laughs> i seriously was i was like okay i want to it was like a you know a young junior manager at 17. <laughs> yeah. and were you I really worked. working at mcdonald's michael you i was i really nice. was nice. and my parents were like you're going to college <laughs> you're quitting and, and i didn't know anything i didn't know what i wanted to do so i went to i went to nyu and i was like i'll become a business major you know because mm -hmm. I don't know what else to do. And I was a marketing and management major with a concentration in advertising, <laughs> which nice. is so bizarre. Yeah, like, and then by the time I was a junior, I was started to get the acting bug and, and, and like literally started taking acting classes. So mm -hmm. I had that as a minor. Um, and then when I graduated, I went and worked, I didn't get a job. I was interviewing with ad agencies and banks and everything. And I got a job for the bank of New York quit after three weeks to go to enrolled in the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. My family was mortified. You have this NYU business degree. <laughs> what are you doing? I went to weigh table. But you know, interesting that I cast commercials, that advertising yeah. background yeah. came in handy, you know? So oh it's gosh. just, everything happens for a reason. I mm -hmm. mean, that's the other thing too, as you get older, like you have to, like I've learned to like bad, even bad situations, something I'm going to learn something mm -hmm. from this. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, it really has helped me and it really helps me, uh, you know, the business background helps me understand running a business too. Yeah. It's very specific, different language. And it's hard to know yeah. that if you don't go through it. And then the creative language helps too, having mm -hmm. that background because able to communicate with an actor and, mm -hmm. you know, give direction and adjustments and, um, you know, sure. stuff like that. Well, and that's one of the things I've definitely running sessions and also auditioning for you, Michael, I feel like you really do care about the actor. And that's one of the things that, you know, when people come in with nerves or whatever, it's nice to feel like you've got a smiley face on the other side of the table in a sense, or behind the camera, that's like there supporting yeah, you. And you know what I mean? I think it's always just nice to hear that. You know? Yeah. We, we want you to do well. I want yeah. you to, you know, mm -hmm. and feel good when you come in, you know, like it's, yeah. it's tough to, to, you know, prepare and wait out there and then come in. So it's your time, you know, and yeah. we, we try. And if I can't be like, I can't always be in a commercial session, but I'm always like, I have to, I'm in a theatrical session. I won't read with, with, I'll have a reader there. Cause I can't even focus. Like if I'm reading, I want to be able to focus on, mm -hmm. um, I, I love uh, cast. Some casting directors could do that. I can't, I need to just be watching the actor. And, um, but um, it's really important to create that, like even, you know, and as you know, because you've run sessions for me, you know, mm -hmm. we, we always, we want actors that are, that love actors and understand actors to run these sessions. And I think most of the, in commercials, most, 
most of the session directors are also actors. Our actors. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I sometimes think about the different like generations of like session directors, and I think that yeah. kind of like the generation above me was a lot of non, not maybe they were actors younger, but then yeah. when they were doing it, they weren't. Yeah, but then, I like my, that, I know that generation. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like, um, but but my generation is a lot of like almost like all actors and session directors. You know, yeah. so I think you're, I think you're right. That's a, there's there's a couple maybe that aren't, but yeah, almost all of them are yeah. actors too, which I think gives them good good insight. Um, I want to, uh, before we get to our final segment, where can people find you? I know you, you mentioned the email, but, um, like on Instagram, oh, yeah. what's, what's the, like the Instagram for the yeah. casting office? Sanford casting. Yeah. Sanford Easy. casting Easy. on Twitter, Easy. Sanford casting on Instagram, Sanford right. casting on Facebook. <laughs> right. Okay. Good. Good. And then good. Sanford Johnston casting for the, the Atlanta office. Nice. Jillian. Yeah. Nice. Great. I have, to, I have to give her a lot of credit. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Of course. Um, Corbin, should we get to the, the final segment? Yes, we should. Are you ready All for right. your Michael, best, oh, best bad <laughs> acting? He's slowly backing away from camera, everybody. He's he doesn't want to be here. backing away. <laughs> yeah, he's covering his camera. All right. So we did something special because um, obviously you do TV and film, but you know I've known you a long time in the commercial space. We found a classic uh, commercial uh, copy for you. Um, and so Corbin, if you take a look at it, Corbin's going to give you the lead in. And then you, if you look in your chat, uh, you get to, I think you're going to recognize what this is from. Do you recognize what this is from? Um, <laughs> Do you remember this, Michael? I don't remember, but it's you don't remember this. Oh, 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 no worries. This is gonna be fun. Oh then. my gosh! Okay, so it's this gotta is, be. Um, this is an old. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. for Tootsie Pop. You have to look it up later. This is famous, like for kids, man. This is this was this was big. So I never uh, watch commercials. I <laughs> yeah, I'm in it. My son, no, I might have seen it. I have to. Re I will look it up. Later. My son calls them skip ads because he watches on YouTube so and the funny. little skip ads comes up, and I'm like, yeah. no, that's how Daddy makes money. You yeah, watch that. you sit and you. You watch it and you enjoy it. You sit and you watch it. Watch Toby Hilgrove up to direct commercials. He will. He 100% yeah. will. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's give this uh, let's give this a whirl. Okay. So what are we ready. doing now? So Corbin will start off with the first line, and then you've got the Mr. Owl. Mr. Lines. Owl. I mean, yes. I can't believe you don't know. Oh my gosh. You need your history, Michael. You need your I history. Know, your I commercial know. history. Let's find out one. It was this or where's the beef? I'm sure you knew that one, but we do <laughs> this I know, one. Yeah. Let's find out one, two. I'm I'm trying to figure out what it's going on. So the okay, so, so yeah, let me explain. Yeah. 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 The crunch oh, okay, is when you it. bite it. You yeah. get into the tissue. Yeah. Okay, eats it. He's yeah. into it. Okay, great. Okay, whenever you do already. Okay, bad acting. <laughs> bad acting. <laughs> it will be. I promise you, <laughs> Mr. Al. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. One, two, crunch, three. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. So it's funny. been a while since Michael had his acting lessons. This is obvious, Michael. It's been a while. I haven't while. had a job since 2000 with my acting job. <laughs> Now you know why I got into casting. <laughs> There's no rust on that chassis. Okay. There's no rust Actually, there. We'll try. No Let's, I, can we do okay. another take? Let's mm -hmm. do another mm -hmm. take. Yes, I've got yes. something to crunch on. Oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. All right, let's do it again. He's got I something to crunch on. All right, okay. here we go. All right, here we go. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Good question. Let's find out. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> I love it. That's that it. Print so it. it. Print it. That was amazing. Oh, my dog just came running over. <laughs> was it a <laughs> carrot? Was it a carrot? Yeah. So, food time. Food time. Oh, oh so oh, cute. For those watching on YouTube, a very, what's your dog's name, Michael? So you know, adorable. Oh you'll my see God. him on my Insta, uh, Instagram page. Instagram. I am right it's before the pandemic. It was the oh, crazy. best thing. I have a cat too. I've yeah. had it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was setting up an appointment for our dog Tally, and they were like like a month out. I was like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "All the all the pandemic pets and animals." So like the the uh, vets are totally like loaded. Oh up, yeah, you know, point. yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Got he it. got a oh. job through being. I was on a Zoom call with clients, yeah. and um, it was a pilot we were working on, and and he jumped on the screen, and they're like, "Oh, we should cast him as the dog in the first scene." Wow. And then did, and then they did. 
They did, but he couldn't deliver. (laughs) He didn't have the chops. That's fine. He he got, no, they had a backup dog for him when I got, I didn't even know he got the job. They forgot to book him officially. Yeah. Yeah. Called me up to show up. It was the very first scene of this TV thing. Yeah. His only job was to poop (laughs) and he couldn't do it. He got stage fright. You know, I get it. So, it it's hard to do on camera. I really don't want to end on the dog pooping thing, but I just feel like that's where we took it. That's where Michael took it. That's I'm so sorry to TMI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Michael, this has been such a pleasure. I, I Thank so, you guys. It was so oh, this was amazing. It was such a great conversation. Like you... You're such a, a wonderful person, wonderful casting director. You know, you're, oh, you're, no, you really are. You really are. You're one of, you know, when I think about people that I've spent time with that I really appreciate being around and just think, treat, you know, the, their bosses and their employees like the same. You know what I mean? Because uh, people, yeah. cha- you're one of those people. So I really, I really appreciate We're, that. Well, we are. We're all the same. <laughs> yeah. Nothing comes with us when we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. I remember the day I met you. It was you do? A- Yes, it was. I, it was an audition, and yep. I can't remember which studio it was. I want to say it was my friend Gabrielle Sherry's studio for a callback we were doing, and I don't remember the product. Yeah, but you um, just came over and said hello and introduced. And I knew who you were because you were called back from the. And you were very, very polite and very, very warm. And, uh, yeah, I do. Right. I remember that. That was yeah. great. Yeah, that was supposed to be Corbin. One of Corbin's questions, first impressions. Yeah, I totally yeah, yeah. forgot I of totally John forgot. Ruby. So yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah. Corbin. Thanks. Yeah, thank that's you, that's Michael, cool. for picking that up. <laughs> and Corbin, uh, I remember when I met you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we were here. It was, uh, it was an, an hour, hour ago. <laughs> hour ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I, I, I felt like I knew you from watching your work yeah. and some of the podcasts too. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. Awesome. Well, thank you, Michael. You're the best. Um, and thank you, everybody, for listening. So, Michael, have a great day. Have a wonderful Friday. And thank we you will, guys, uh, you too. We'll see you soon. Michael. So great meeting All you. Right. Bye. Bye, nice Michael. You. Take care. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed Michael Sanford, which we did, and want to check out other casting directors we've talked to, you can check out Katie Taylor, Danielle Eskenazi, um, Lori Records, some really good episodes in there. So many great episodes, so many kernels of truth that you can find and just kind of pluck away. And Michael, he was just such a just such an amazing person. Like, he such learned so much. Person. He's just like a teacher yeah. at heart. And he's just so, so nice. Yeah. He's a really great supportive guy. Good thing to keep in mind. These casting directors, they want actors to be great. You know, they want mm-hmm. you to be good, you know, so use, bring that into the room, you know, bring yourself and, and bring your energy. So thanks for listening to another ep- episode of the Moving Spotlight podcast. We appreciate you. Thanks for being out there and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Moving Spotlight podcast.